Hey, NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe and John Cooper here with Dickinson State head coach Pete Stanton. Uh, coach Stanton, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me, guys. So, um, let's take a look back a little bit at the 2019 season. Um, y'all had a little bit of early adversity uh, scheduling and, and playing a Rocky Mountain team that was really good in 2018. Um, you know, ended, ended up being not as good as uh, we might have hoped in, in 2019. But um, talk about scheduling that that game and and how you uh, brought your team back from that early adversity. Yeah, you know we, we 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 play Rocky. We have a lot of Montana guys on our roster. We have about thirty five to you know eight guys, thirty six uh, that, that play on our roster for Montana. So Rocky's been a team that we we played a lot, and you know, and, and as you said, you know, two thousand seventeen we we beat Rocky at home, and, and two thousand eighteen we had a good game without them and they end up with, with them and they end up beating us out out at Billings and they won the conference and then, and then they came back to our place this year and you know we, we ended up losing the game on a last second field goal you know I really filled the first half we played about as poor a first half as we played in several years and we were down 10 to nothing at halftime just didn't play very well it just wasn't kind of the type of team we were and you know we did battle back and got the lead in the second half and then they battled back and I think their core, the key for them at the time you know was our quarterback Ethan Dick was playing and and really made some big runs against us, and we just needed to get one more stop, and they, and they needed to get one more first down, and they got it, and they, they hit a field goal and, and beat us. And then, you know, after the, they won their next game, and then after that, he was hurt. He didn't play the rest of the year. He had a foot injury, didn't play the rest of the year. And then for our guys, you know, it was really a eye-opener because we, you know, we knew we, we, we needed to play better and do a better job. And I think, uh, you know, going forward, uh, you know, we, we were able to do that the next uh, the next couple of weeks. Coach, um, you know, you guys just debuted your championship rings of the North Star here on Twitter recently. Beautiful, golden-looking rings there. Absolutely huge, I'm sure. Um, can you just talk about just, you know, how you guys have just been so consistent in leading that conference and uh, what it's going to take to, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing? As, you know, you look around that conference, you see some teams stepping up their game. And uh, it was a close one to finish out this year for you guys in the conference. Just talk about yeah. just the dominant run you guys have had. Yeah, you know, most definitely the conference has really, really improved. I think all, all the way around from, from top to bottom. And you know, fortunately, we, you know, we were able to win a, you know, when we came back into the conference in, in fourteen, we, we we didn't win the conference that year, and then we came back in, in fifteen and had a couple of close games and were able to to pull that out. And you know, I think gradually we we've been able to. You know, up until this year, you know, win several conference games in a row, and and, and uh, you know, I think we, I think we've just been, I think just been really consistent with what we've done. I think we've created a really good culture, you know, with our program. I think our, our coaching staff has been has been really stable as far as the guys that are there, and, and uh, you know, really really good guys and, and coaches. And I think obviously our guys have bought into you know the culture and all that. But you know, it, you know, as, as you said, I mean, the conferences. You know the dynamics of you know the, the Valley City's always had a strong you know had, had a strong program and they won the conference in fourteen and you know then we end up you know getting knocked off this year you know by them by a point and then you know with Waldorf we had two close games with with them this year you know unfortunately we were we were able to to win both of those games you know we beat them here in overtime and then hit a last second field of goal out there so you know definitely the teams are 
Yeah, you know, Dakota State in the past has you know had some had some good teams, and and uh, this year they they really played hard. So yeah, we're you know we're happy to be where we we're at, but also know know that we have to continue to uh, to get better. Coach, uh, you you talk about uh, the the rest of your conference there, and um, you know thinking about the Northwest on the whole, um, what would you say is the is the best way to kind of earn more respect of, of the NAI as as a whole. I know those that those Northwest conferences and North Star and the Frontier don't get nearly the love that they deserve. Yeah. Yeah, I you know I, I think it's it's doing well outside of the conference and, and, and uh, you know doing you know doing well in those non conference games from top to to top to bottom. And that's obviously a, a big factor and, and you know one of the things that, that happens, you know, you you know when we've had some of our playoff runs we you know, we played the top Frontier Conference team, and you know that, that we, as, you, as you talked about, the Frontier Conference is a you know very solid conference from top to bottom, and and we've ended up playing you know by by geographic that that top team, and then and then if we have played the top team there, you know of course you you go the other direction for our conference, and and uh, you know it's it's Morningside or, or Northwest, and and, and uh, you know obviously we know what uh, what what Morningside's done the last several years, including the last two national championships, and. You know, last year, you know, our, our guys did a good job of going on the road and and beating Northwestern in, in that in that game, and and, and uh, you know, yeah, ended up losing with Kansas Wesleyan right at the end of the game with a few seconds left, and and I think that's just all the way top to bottom. Our conference just needs to continue outside of our conference, you know, making that making that progress and and winning some of those non-conference battles against uh, those conferences you're talking about. So, uh, kind of pivoting off that. Uh, you know, y'all y'all have three or y'all had three out of conference games uh last year. Um, you know, Rocky Mountain, which which uh coming in, that's that's kind of a uh a rivalry of, of familiarity there. Uh Jamestown and the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse. Um talk about a little bit your philosophy when you're scheduling these these out of conference teams, how you balance uh, challenging games and 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 tune-up games, if you have any that you play yeah. at a conference. Yeah, well, well, for sure we want to play. You know, in, in some at least one from the Frontier Conference that we could play to, we would. But it, it's tough with their scheduling because of you know they only have that one non-conference game that they can go. So as a, as a result, you know we have to go uh, the other way. And uh, you know, of course, we did play Jamestown the last two years because they're a traditional rival, a team that we played for seventy some years in a row before they uh, they, they decided to go to the, the GPAC conference. So we, we played them, and, you know, for us, that's a regional game, and it's an easy travel game. And and that that, that game is no longer going to be, be happening now with the, with the way the GPAC is, has changed now for with, with, the, with the addition of the additional team next year. And then with the cross, we just wanted to make sure that we played that. It's good outside of competition, you know, that we could, and you know, by, by playing lacrosse, you know, I think they were a really good program there. You know, they were uh, nationally ranked. We played them in the last two years. You know, they're the top three of that really good West Conference conference, and, and we went there and, 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 and beat that team the last two years. So, um, you know, we think that was a that was a good step for us too, non-conference wise. Now we we won't be playing them. We'll actually be playing Black Hill State next year, which is Division Two school, and then once again. That's an old rival of ours, and, and the visitor school. So that's also going to be a good uh, measuring stick for our non-conference. And it's a way we want to make sure that we play as good a teams as we can play all the time. We don't want we don't want to we don't want to step down. We want to continue to play really good non-conference teams. 
Coach, can you talk about your defense a little bit? You know, the for this run that you guys have had in the North Star, um, you know, I, I think of just fast and physical defenses you guys have. And uh, when you guys are at your best, you're grinding teams out to low-score games to where they're not really in the 30s, but you're beating them in the 20s and the teens. And, you know, uh, you know, it makes me think of that Northwestern game last year or two years ago. That was, a, I think, 14-9 to or something like that. It was just off the top of my head. Uh, you know, just just talk about just how you find those physical guys to play yeah. on that defense of yours. Well, I, I think there's been a just a combination of, of some things, you know, for us defensively, and and uh, yeah, that game when we played Northwestern was a, was a fourteen to, to six game, and you know, and you look at that game, and uh, you know, a guy like Jay Leggins, uh, you know, who ends up being being with the Eagles, uh, you know, for most of their camp, and he he has some. Four interceptions in that game, and and, and uh, Kevin Brown, who was our All American linebacker this year, and Danny Marino, uh, you know, just really had a had a good game. We had a safety, uh, Kane Boski, who was a who was a two time All American, who was a part of that defense. I think just and then this year with Derek Vandebosch, who's also an All American, and I think guys that that really run around well with the ball. I think the big thing, a couple key things, you know, Coach Theo does a really good job with our with our defense, just really giving you know teams a, a different look and. And getting uh, getting our guys every week in a, in a great position to, to get after it, and, and, and the other part of it is just uh, how hard our guys play. And we, we we take a lot of pride in that, and just going out and maybe we don't have the most talent in this area. In this, in this part of it, but we're gonna really play hard, and, and that's really a credit to the to our guys and the, the things that they do out on the field for for our team. Coach, uh, tell me this: which one which one is harder? Breaking in one new quarterback or breaking in several new wide receivers? I think breaking in one new quarterback is is, is harder. You know, it's uh, you know we the several you know obviously that part of it is a challenge as well. But I think having that that new quarterback and especially for for us now, you know, having a guy that's a, it's a four year starter and broke virtually. Every record that we have uh, in, in our record books, single game, single season, uh, career, uh, you know, you always, as a coach, always having that assurance of knowing that guy is back. Uh, it was always was always reassuring, and, and now making that change and and uh, you know having a, a, a competition quarterback is going to be something new for us. So I think that's 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 good. that's I think that's always a challenge for, for any coach in any program. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, about Hayden Gibson off of that, and, and you talked about him being a, a three-year starter, a, a pretty efficient quarterback, almost 65% completion percentage for um, almost 3,000 yards and only five interceptions on the year. Uh, just walk us through your process of, of replacing uh, him. What do, you, what do you look for? In in uh, spring ball and, and fall camp to say yeah that's that's going to be our signal caller. Yeah, it, it's and you're right. Hayden Gibson is going to be a really tough guy to replace, and he had a credible credible career. And you know, he got, I see him as one of the top quarterbacks in, in, the, in the history of Dickinson State. There's there's no question. You know, when you look at what he did this year, and we have a conference championship game against Waldorf, and he throws for over 500 yards in, in that game. I think he broke. Uh, that he had, that was a single season or single game record he'd broken three or four times, but you know, he had forty completions in that game. And you know what Hayden would bring to the table was he was so so very sharp and very effective and getting the ball out, uh, you know, to our receivers. But you know, offensively we're really gonna you know, we wanna run the football as much as we can and, and do well doing that, but we're also going to uh, you know, just work with the personnel that we have, you know, and part I hate the credit to Hayden as well as he didn't run the ball very well and 
And so that really changed a little bit what we had to do offensively, the dynamics of that. You know, and, and going forward, you know, we'd like to, you know, be able to have our quarterback, uh, you know, also be able to, to be able to run the football in, in, in the RPO game. And, and, you know, going forward, that's what we'll be looking for, you know, for for the two or three quarterbacks that we'll have next year. We have a, you know, a guy in, in your back, Bodecker, that, you know, has backed up Aiden and been in that role, and, uh, you know, along with Cooper Ray, but Cooper graduated. And then, and then with Aaron White, uh, you know, who's a, who's a freshman, uh, you know, from Shelby, Montana, you know, we really expect those guys to go in and compete and, and be able to, you know, be able to really do a lot of things in the RPO game. And, and uh, once again, that's easier said than done. Uh, it's just a, a next step for whoever that next quarterback is because of, of what Hayden has established there. Coach, you know, you know, you guys have just a great thing going right now, especially – you know, I know you're transitioning the quarterbacks and stuff, but let's tell us how how the offseason is going for you guys. Um, I know kids are just getting back on campus, but just explain to us how, you know, the offseason works for a team that far up north where it is freezing cold outside, where traditionally you have kids waking up early in the morning. You know, traditionally you're doing outside conditioning in the offseason. Uh, how's that going for you guys? Yeah, it, it's been going really well. We got started on on, on this last Tuesday, and, and we'll be we'll be rolling with that for the for the next eight weeks. And you know, really, our guys, and we've established a culture where where that doesn't uh, you know affect our, our guys. Is it is it an easy thing every day? No, but they just you know they get up and we do our thing every every morning. We go we go in a couple of groups, and I think there's something to be said for the culture of our program when 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 uh, when you have 80, 80 plus guys with off season workouts i mean uh, we're, you know a lot of teams could recruit people in and that's all the whole idea and that's kind of what everybody's going right through there but then uh, but then you see a lot of teams and programs you, you guys from here to here not having different guys and and our, our retention is very strong and you see that with having 80 some guys going through the workouts but you know our guys are going to get up at six in the morning and we're going to go in a couple groups and, and and do our thing we've got a we've got a full-time strength and, and conditioning coach that runs them through that all the coaches are involved uh you know and, and, and watching that and, and, and doing those things over the next eight weeks and we we really we just talk called our you know our first quarter of, of our next season and, and really you know establishing that strength and that camaraderie and and getting over the fact that they, you know that, that the Hayden Gibsons and Kevin Browns and Derek Vanderbushes aren't around anymore, and you know, it's up to us now. And, and I think really uh, that's what we do this next eight weeks. And you know the weather, we don't do anything outside, and you know until after spring break in the late March when things start getting a little bit better that way, then we get in with our spring ball and you know, kind of see where we're at going into into the twenty season. But it's a very very important phase. We're just uh, you know just grinding and doing our thing, and there's nothing easy about it. And that's, I think that's really what makes. Uh, Looking over your roster, Coach, I, I noticed quite a few folks from California, especially um, Pasadena, Pasadena City College. Y'all have a, uh, a good handful of, of players from uh, Southern California there. What is it about North Dakota that attracts these guys from Southern California? You know, I think I think it part, there's a couple things. You know, one we, we we've gone out and recruited. And you're right, we have several Pasadena City guys, and also Santa Rosa, and we've had some Mount Sac guys in, in, in our program. And I, I think, you know, the thing for those guys is, you know, first just making that decision to, to relocate. And of course, at, at times, you know, the, the first guys that, that came here from 
wherever it may be. Um, maybe we're hesitant. Hey, I got to make that move. I'm going to a different culture. I'm going to a different place and all that. But I think what's happened with that is you can see that with the Pasadena City guys. You get a guy like Danny Marino, who is a, one of our, you know, one of our leading tacklers and just a great player for us here, you know, three years ago. And then all of a sudden he comes here and he sees our culture and he sees what, you know, that Dickens in North Dakota, a lot of, what a, a lot of great people and you know, the way they're treated and then they see our fan and support base and, and see what kind of facilities we have. And then, and then they're talking to their teammates back, uh, back where they're at and, and, and saying, Hey, you know, come join me. This is a great place. And we get that rapport established and, 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 and some of those places, you know, they're there at Kevin and Santa Rosa where, where Kevin's from. We, you know, we have Justin Coop, who's a safety force now and, Brandon sitting a receiver course from the same school and they, they help they help push each other and support each other and, and then the other thing is is one thing, you know, they they they're done here. Uh, Dickinson, the quality of life here and uh, you know, the the jobs uh, that are here for them and the, the way they're treated here, the people in the community in the area, they and a lot of them end up staying when and staying involved with the program and staying in town. So it works out. It's good on both it's good for both parts. Coach, this is the last question I have and uh you know, just re- really curious, and, uh, you know, Dickinson's a, uh, you know, I-, I have a buddy out there, he's working in the oil fields out there, and it's an oil town, uh, does that have anything to do with just the toughness of the mentality of your program, maybe, because there's some tough, rugged guys just around Dickinson, as it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's a, a lot, you know, not necessarily much with the, as far as the oil part of it, because, you know, that, you know, there, there, there's that. That's more to the north of us. We have a lot of the service industry things, but I think, you know, we just have a lot of rural, um, you know, guys as well, you know, guys that grew up on farms and grew up on ranches or local guys and, and California guys too. And I think, you know, that work ethic, uh, you know, that they have is, is, is really, is really big here. And I think you don't have to worry about our guys showing up and, and not working hard, not putting in the time and, and, and uh, you know, being responsible and, and taking, you know, taking care of themselves and making sure they're doing things right on and off the field. And I think that's part of it. I think it's just, you know, that, uh, you know, that those guys pride themselves on just, Hey, working hard and, 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 and growing up in a culture that creates some toughness, and that's certainly, you know, some of what we're about. Coach, before we let you go, um, what one thing do y'all have to do in 2020 in order to find your way to Grambling next year? I, I think we just just have to be, you know, you know, one we have to we have to just continue to improve and and uh, you know continue to, you know, with the guys we have here and the, and the guys that we're, we're bringing in to be cohesive and, and be talented and and I think uh, play at a high level and I, and I think you have to go out and and you have to be hungry no matter no matter what you do and and uh, you have to play at that level every game and I would say one thing that didn't happen all the time with our team this last year is. I'm not saying we didn't play the high level, but at times played, you know, with that team we're playing with, and I think we have to we have to take that next step uh, as far as uh, you know stepping up what we do and you know on all phases, uh, you know, and when we when we play on during the season and off the season, and, and you know try to get to, you know bring that talent level in, you know, that develop some of the guys to the ranks. We have some really good red shirts that played last year, and we just have to keep pushing because it's not easy, you know, it's not easy. That's uh, there's so many, there's so many good teams out there, and so many, so many talented teams out there. You just have to go out. You know, most teams are doing the same thing, so you just got to go out and do your thing and, and uh, really be, be consistent about what you're doing. Well, coach, one of these days we're going to have to find our way up to up to Dickinson. 
Uh, your your defensive coordinator is, has uh, found us a relatively uh, cheap set of flights out of out of Orlando, so he's he hadn't okay. left us with with much excuse to, so to get up to Dickinson. Love, we'd love to have you guys up here. And, uh, you know, you'd really, I think you'd really be impressed with the with the, with our community and and with our game day atmosphere. We have an incredible. Uh, game day atmosphere and, and tailgating and, and following and uh, your people are really passionate about blue up football and that's a really 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 neat place we'd love love to have you guys up here anytime absolutely well thank you for coming on on the show coach and we'll talk to you soon thanks for having me